Hey guys, welcome back to the show and thank you so much for tuning in. Today we're going to be talking about the left-wing hypocrisy surrounding two breaking news stories that will likely have a huge impact on the upcoming U.S. election. The first of those stories is, of course, by Project Veritas. That's why James O'Keefe and his team are back at it again with their whole investigative journalism thing they do. Remember, remember that? Remember investigative journalism when journalists used to go out and actually uncover new truths, expose corruption instead of just sitting on Twitter and complaining about the president? Yeah, yeah, that kind of journalism. Their latest expose is all about voter fraud. And as the New York Post reports, quote, about harvesting racket in Democratic Representative Elon Omar's Minneapolis district, where paid workers illegally gather absentee ballots from elderly Somali immigrants, appears to have been busted by undercover news organization Project Veritas. One alleged ballot harvester, Liban Mohammed, the brother of Minneapolis City Council member Jamal Osman, is shown in a bombshell Snapchat video rifling through piles of ballots strewn across his dashboard. Osman, a member of the Democratic Farmers Labor, won the Ward 6 race for Minneapolis City Council in August. Now, if you haven't seen the Project Veritas video yet, I strongly recommend you go and watch it in its entirety. You can find it on their YouTube channel. But for now, here are some clips. <laughs> Shocking stuff, right? And I mean, yeah, this is the type of corruption that so many of us already knew was happening, but still seeing it for yourself right in front of your eyes and being discussed so casually, it is still disappointing for democracy. And for those of you who are listening to this episode on one of the audio-only podcast platforms, I do quickly want to read some of the subtitles that were shown on screen for the Somali translation. So the person filming himself at one point says, you can see my car is full. All these here are absentee ballots. Can't you see? Look at all these. My car is full. My car is full. All of these are for Jamal Osman. Look, look, just today we got 300 for Jamal Osman. And in another portion of the video, he says, uncle, the work is still going going on. We have started at 6 this morning and we are still working as you can see. You can see the time. It is 8. And mind you, all of this is being said as the guy filming is showing the camera stacks and stacks of ballots. Ballots that people for the longest time have been told are actually super secure. We are only a few minutes into this segment and already I'm just <laughs> incredulous. So while I calm myself down, why don't I tell you all about our sponsor, Quip? When was the last time you got rewarded for brushing your teeth? And no, I don't just mean the satisfaction of taking care of your oral health. I mean actual tangible rewards, things like free products, gift cards, and more. Well, you've probably heard us talk about Quip a million times on the show, but this is something brand new that rewards you and your mouth. The Quip Smart Brush for adults and kids, connect to the Quip app with Bluetooth, track when and how well you brush, get tips and coaching to improve your habits, and the best part, earn points for daily brushing and bonus points for completing challenges like streaks, which you can redeem for rewards. Things like free products, gift cards, and discounts from Quip and partners. And if you already have Quip, you can upgrade it with a smart motor and keep the features you know and love. Things like sensitive sonic vibrations and a two-minute timer with 30-second pulses for a guide 
double-sided clean plus the slim lightweight and sleek design with no wires or bulky charger and as always you get your brush head toothpaste and floss refills delivered from five dollars and shipping is free the quip smart brush is just so ingenious they have gamified good oral health and keeping your teeth clean so join over five million mouths who use quip and save hundreds compared to other bluetooth brushes when you get a quip smart brush for just 45 dollars. so start getting rewards for brushing your teeth today and go to quip.com slash chen right now to get your first refill free that is your first refill free at getquip.com slash chen spelled g-e-t-q-u-i-p dot com slash chen quip better oral health made simple and now rewarding now for anyone who's not familiar with the concept of ballot harvesting what we just saw in the project veritas video might be a bit confusing but essentially what the video at least appears to show is activists requesting, filling out, and collecting other people's mail-in ballots in order to benefit their preferred candidates. And the debate over things like the security of mail-in voting and the potential risk of ballot harvesting has been going on for a while, but it is especially relevant now when, due to COVID, so many people are pushing for mail-in, not in-person voting this November. And if you've been paying attention, you'll have probably noticed that by and large, the people pushing for mail-in voting tend to be Democrats and the people opposed to it tend to be Republicans. Lately, anytime anyone, usually a conservative, has raised concerns over the integrity of the mail-in voting system, they've by and large been labeled a conspiracy theorist by the left. What? You don't think mail-in voting is safe? You don't trust that just sending a vote to an address will get to the right person and that the right person will fill it out and send it back? What? You, you don't trust that system? You are a conspiracy theorist, just crazy craziness. There's been a lot of gaslighting to say the least, so it is somewhat vindicating, if not also disappointing, to see this Project Veritas report come out. At the end of this trip, yes. there's three towers called one tower. Okay. And it's all seniors, and they took every ballot. Every ballot, they just every take them from them. Every single ballot. They knock on the door and say, your ballots come, give it to me, give it to me. They don't even pay them for it, they just take it. No, and the ones that didn't vote on ballots, the young people, and the women and stuff, they were paying cash, cash, cash. They were getting bags of money the last one week, yeah, to, to, to drive people. And when you vote and they mark you off, then you get in the van, they give you a cash. I know there are people out there who don't trust Project Veritas. And I know there are people who, when shown that footage, are going to say that it's not legitimate and that it's just staged. Okay, even if, if this particular ballot harvesting scheme isn't real, which it kind of seems like it is, but even if it's not, doesn't the fact that this type of operation could be so easily done sort of call into question the legitimacy and security of the whole system? I mean, let's just call a spade a spade, right? A lot of mail-in voting does kind of rely on the honor system which is not a good way to safeguard elections. And as the New York Post continues, under Minnesota law, no individual can be the designated agent for more than three absentee voters. The allegations come just five weeks before a presidential election plagued with predictions of voter fraud. Both President Trump and Attorney General Bill Barr have warned that the increased use of mail-in ballots due to COVID-19 concerns about in-person voting is vulnerable to fraud, especially when unsolicited ballots 
ballots are mailed to all voters in certain states. Our investigation into this ballot harvesting ring demonstrates clearly how these unscrupulous operators exploit the elderly and immigrant communities, said James O'Keefe, founder and CEO of Project Veritas. And if the ballot harvesting isn't enough for you, what makes this story even more scandalous is the alleged involvement of people working for Ilan Omar, the sitting congresswoman. The person who's working in Ilhan's campaign is the one who's managing the, the voting place. They bring them, they line them, they put the open ballots in there, and then they take them in and say, here, and the people yeah, so mark. How's that working? They have perfected this system. This is what they do. They will tell you, we are applying for your ballot. They take a picture of your social security and your driver's license. They have a database. When the ballot comes, they track it. Sometimes they make fake emails. We track the ballot. Then they come and pick up the ballot. Wow. So they actually, wow. Obviously, these allegations and these videos are just hearsay, and there's no actual concrete evidence that links Elon Omar or anyone working for her to these ballot harvesting schemes. But still, it seems like anytime anyone claims that Trump has done something wrong, Democrats want to use it as a reason to start another impeachment. But in this case, here are allegations that Elon Omar's office is involved with voter fraud. Allegations that, by the way, if journalists had a mind to, I'm sure they could investigate further. Imagine how the left and just media in general would react to this story if instead of naming Elon Omar, those operatives mentioned I don't know, Ted Cruz or Mike Lee. You bet your bottom dollar they would have something to say about it. But as of right now, the time that I'm filming this, we have heard absolutely diddly squat from the usual Twitter lefty journal suspects about this story. Oh, actually, scratch that. We haven't heard diddly squat, actually. We, we have heard them defending her and just the whole ballot harvesting scheme in general. As Mrs. Krasenstein wrote, fact, ballot harvesting was not illegal in Minnesota for the primaries. The allegations against Ilan Omar are another hoax. And blue checkmark Judd Legum, Legum? I don't know. He wrote, a note on the Project Veritas story that is setting the right wing on fire. The only conduct the video provides actual evidence for is perfectly legal. In Minnesota, you can help as many people as you want return a ballot. There was a law in Minnesota that limited the number of people you could help return a ballot, but it was challenged in court, and that law was enjoined in April. You can now help as many people as you want. I know that the people in that video were not talking about just delivering the ballots of the elderly out of the goodness of their hearts. You know it too, and heck, I'm pretty sure even those leftists on Twitter know it, they just don't want to admit it. Why? Because ballot harvesting schemes like this help them. You know, the discourse surrounding American election security has never really made sense to me, and I think it is a prime example of how awful conservatives are at controlling the narrative. I mean, somehow the left has successfully painted the people who want to make elections more secure as the ones who are undermining democracy. How does that even make sense? It's pretty much the political equivalent of know you, but you would be surprised at how many people seem to have genuinely bought into the idea that criticizing mail-in voting is the equivalent of trying to suppress the votes of the elderly, immigrants, minorities, and any other oppressed group. And again, where is the scrutiny on Elon Omar for all of this? I mean, at this point, this lady might be one of the sketchiest people in Congress. 
And that is saying something. I mean, there are allegations of immigration fraud, campaign finance violations, adultery, but for some reason, the left still props her up as, as this idol that women should aspire to. Oh yeah, and I forgot about the anti-Semitism and the suspected sympathies toward Islamic extremists, but I guess we can... We can just forget about all that. And now it is time for us to turn our attention to the next shining beacon of left-wing hypocrisy we have, and that is the New York Times piece on Donald Trump's tax returns. First though, we're gonna talk about our sponsor, The Theragun. The stress of daily life weighs on us all, whether you're an elite athlete or just a regular person trying to get through the day, muscle pain and muscle tension is a real thing myself. I'm at my computer all day. I feel it so much in my back and in my neck, and it can honestly be quite unbearable sometimes, that stinging pain throughout your nerves. But that is why I use the Theragun, the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combination of depth, speed, and power. And now it is as quiet as an electric toothbrush. That is because the all new generation four Theragun has proprietary brushless motor that's so quiet you will wonder if it's even on while you soothe your aching muscles with Theragun's signature power, amplitude, and effectiveness. You guys know that feeling of just relief and looseness that you get after a really good massage, that is exactly what the Theragun gives me. But instead of having to go get a massage and pay tons of money, I can get that feeling from the comfort of my own home anytime that I want it. So try Theragun risk-free for 30 days. There is no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4 with an OLED screen, a personalized Theragun app, and the quiet and power you need starting at only $199. Go to theragun.com slash Lauren right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That is theragun.com slash Lauren. Again, theragun.com slash Lauren so they know that our show sent you. So some of you may be wondering at this point, you know what, if the media isn't going to be talking about Elon Omar's possible involvement with voter fraud, which they're not, then what are they going to be focusing on in these weeks leading up to the election? The New York Times is now claiming that they have more than two decades worth of financial data pertaining to Donald Trump and his businesses. And their big takeaway from those documents, according to a viral article that was released on Sunday, is that, quote, Donald J. Trump paid $750 in federal income taxes the year he won the presidency. In his first year in the White House, he paid another $750. And what's more, apparently, he had paid no income taxes at all in 10 of the previous 15 years, largely because he reported losing much more money than he made. So now, predictably, all of left-wing media, i.e. the mainstream media, is running with the story that Donald Trump is a tax evader, he hates his country, and that's why he doesn't want to fund it. Meanwhile, Trump and his accountant have become heroes to conservatives and libertarians the world over. Seriously though, even if that information about $750 was accurate, I've seen a lot of people, even liberals, saying that that doesn't necessarily represent a problem with Trump, but more with the system, the tax system as a whole. Because if a deduction is there, it's available, you'd kinda have to be stupid not to take it, at least in my opinion. But in any case, it seems like the New York Times, for all of their journalistic prowess, may not even know how to read a tax return. Because although the opening paragraph and all the promotion for the article are pushing the idea that Trump only paid $750 in taxes, the actual body of the article itself tells a very different story. As the New York Times 
itself writes, quote, Mr. Trump paid alternative minimum tax in seven years between 2000 and 2017, a total of $24.3 million, excluding refunds he received after filing. For 2015, he paid $641,931, his first payment of any federal income tax since 2010. As he settled into the Oval Office, his tax bills soon returned to form. His potential taxable income in 2016 and 2017 included $24.8 million in profits from sources related to his celebrity status and $56.4 million for the loans he did not repay. Each time, he requested an extension to file his 1040, and each time, he made the required payment to the IRS for income taxes he might owe $1 million for 2016 and $4.2 million for 2017. But virtually all of that liability was washed away when he eventually filed and most of the payments were rolled forward to cover potential taxes in future years. Wait a second, New York Times. Are you telling me that Trump actually paid millions of dollars worth in taxes that he didn't even owe? And instead of trying to get that money back from the government, he just... He just let them keep it? This is so not the damning evidence against Trump that the New York Times seems to think it is, but still, if it gives them an opportunity to take shots at the president, they're gonna take it. If any of you do happen to care about this whole tax return story, just know that the Trump team officially denies a lot of the numbers that the New York Times puts forward in their article. It just bothers me though that the quote journalists out there seem to care more about what Donald Trump did or did not pay in taxes than they do about the legitimate undermining of the democratic process. These people went on and on about Russiagate for years with zero proof because they claimed to care about the election process, but now, when there is actual pretty solid evidence that something fishy might be going on, they have nothing to say about it because it's not against the Republicans. That's pretty much all I have to say for now, though, and as always, I would love to know what you folks think about this. Do you or do you not think that Elon Omar is involved with voter fraud in Minnesota and has the Trump tax return story in the New York Times changed your opinion of the president at all? Why or why not? Let me know, but that's it for now. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.